Bad start to the song, bad start to the song that I was trying to sing was Do You Remember? And then it turned into that song. I, I had a feeling I wouldn't come. Oh, Heidi, hey, had a feeling I wouldn't come. Heidi, hey, do you remember? It is actually 21st of September. Who gives a shit? Not me. I am tired. Do, 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 do. I went to the gym. Oh, I tweaked my neck. It is very sore. And now I feel like a foo. I, I, got a feeling I would not long. Hi, I had a feeling I would not be strong enough to sing the whole way through. Welcome to the podcast with me, Mark Hayes. Random. What are we at? Oh, number 99. Sweet Jesus. 99. I'll have a 99 ice cream, please. 21st September, 99 ice cream. Random. Here we go. Put a flake in it. Do they have flakes in America? 99 ice cream in Ireland is a cone with some vanilla, what's it called, soft ice cream from the machine. Then you stick an old flake, a bit of chocolate in. You're good to go. You're on the way to get childhood diabetes, childhood obesity. There's no obese people in Ireland, though. I don't get it because we eat like shit. At least growing up, ice cream and potatoes and cabbage and sausages and crisps and chips and curry. And gravy and more sweets. Never ending. 7-Up Coca-Cola Tenora. If you're from Cork, shout out to Tenora. They sponsored the podcast. Tenora. Tangerine fizzy drink. You never knew you'd love tangerine, but you do now, you whore. Tenora. Sounds like Nora if she got a tan. Tanora. Sounds like you're saying thank you to Nora. Nora is the local chip lady she works down there at the local chip shop Nora's chip fish and chips fish and chips and chicken fish and chips and chicken good to go call into Nora anytime you get some chips 2 in the morning you're drunk come out of the club you got a horn but you didn't pull a woman no you didn't pull any women because you're a sloppy sloppy messy drunk and to be honest you're a bit of an ugly man ugly man you got a big turkey neck up and you're you're bloated from the booze. It's like you're, um, you look like a drowned person. Very bloated, full of sea salt. Um, you look unhealthy. You're pink. You try and hide it by wearing expensive uh, Ralph Lauren shirts. But you know, you're an ugly man. You've got big red cheeks. You're balding. You're wearing brown cords and a cream shirt. You thought that would be the combo for tonight, a Sunday night. You thought you'd seal the deal, seal the deal with this strapping outfit. Am I describing a person I know back in Cork? You know, I could be, I could easily be. Should I say his name? No, I would never say Rory's name. Um, and you finished. You've you failed at your mission in the night. You you played the the mission of the the nice guy. That's the angle you go for. You're an extra extra nice guy, but everyone knows. Given half a chance, you're a creep. You're a creep. You're a real creep. But you know. You hide it, I suppose. Better than being out there creepy. You're hiding it behind the facade. Be- behind the mask. Behind the mask. This It's it's Halloween every day for you because you're always wearing a mask. And, um, you know, you you went out on a Sunday and you could feel the night slipping away from you. So you compensated by drinking more. You tucked into some Jaeger bombs. You said, fuck it, if I'm not going to get a woman, I'm kind of looking for a wife. Even though I'm young, I should. I, I just want it. the first woman that takes any interest in me and my nice guy facade. I'm going to try and wait. I'm going to try and pin her down because, you know, one sniff of luck is all I need. But tonight's not the night. You went out with, I'd say, with the boys, but it was just one boy. Your friend is not really your friend. Let's call him um, Declan. Not really your friend, but you know he'll do because it's better than going out on your own and people saying, who are you out with Rory? And you're like, 
I'm on my own. And they'll be like, ah, oh, is Rory? I thought he was a nice guy. Is he a creep? And people will be like, yeah, I think he's a creep, actually. He's just creeping around on his own. But now you're with Declan. Declan's that quiet guy that, you know, might be making a bomb at home. You really don't know what's going on behind Declan's dead eyes. He's the quiet lad at school when you're growing up. But you know now, he's out. He's probably 24 and a virgin. And he could be a nice guy, but he also could be psychotic. You never know. You never know. But you're a great pair. But you didn't seal the deal tonight. No, you left it all. You put it all out there, but you didn't really. You didn't take a chance. You just hoped. You hoped it would come to you. You hoped it would be drawn in by the a moth to the, to the flame. By your Ralph Lauren shirt. You were standing not in the dance floor part of the club, but over to the side by the bar because you would offer to buy drinks for women. That's the kind of nice creep that you were. He's always buying us drinks. Sure, he's a lovely lad. I mean, we, we all know the real reason. You want one drink to be like, give us a kiss, and then she'll kiss you, and you get married. But, you know, it wasn't it wasn't to be tonight. You're, you're, the night got away from you, and you realized they were playing Florence and the Machine. Dog days are over. And you know that signifies it was the end of the night, and it was time to wrap it up. And you'd missed out, and you were all you were left alone. It was just you and Declan. And in a simpler world, you both come out of the closet and be gay. But you know, it's not really the way in Ireland at the time. It's probably more progressive now. But at the time, you know, it was very. It would have been a a hurdle to overcome. You'd have to change your lifestyle, and sure, you know, you might regret it. You might not even be gay. You just can't pull women. Who knows? You might have came out of the closet, and then you and Declan might have had sex and been like, "Oh, this wasn't nice at all." I'm just uh, not good with women. Maybe that was it all along. Who knows? Anyway, it's the end of the night, and um, you're you're drunk. The Jaeger bombs have kicked in slightly, and. Uh, you want some soakage. You want some soakage before you get the taxi home. And you go to Nora's. That's where you go. You go to good old Nora's. And you get some chicken. I'll have... Hey, Nora. Nora's standing there. She's nodding her head. She's got new employees. They do the talking for her. But Nora likes to stay in the chip shop. She likes to be there just to make sure that no one's stealing from the tills. Stealing one one pound for you, one pound for me, one euro for you, two euro for me. That kind of stealing. Sure, who hasn't done that stealing? We say it to each other. Sure, who hasn't stolen some pennies from the pot? That the first man who hasn't stolen some pennies from the pot cast the pot to the pennies, as they say. Cast the pot to the pennies. You know how it goes. You're casting pots and you're hitting pennies. So Nora's there. She's sick of people making the joke Ta, what would you like to drink with your chips and curry I'll have a tenora Nora ta Nora slowly but surely she's come to hate people that's why she's uh, single in her 60s and she hates people she's very rich but she doesn't she could be a lesbian but she doesn't want a man she's just come to resent her life she wishes she could go back and start it all again and figure out a different way to ruin it but no, here she is in the chip shop at 2.30 in the morning. She's delighted to see her big drunk head, Rory and Declan, coming in once again on their own. Talking about the close close calls. Ah, sure, that girl, that girl Sinead was into me, I'd say. But, you know, her friend Mary took her away. But, you know, I'd say I have a chance in the long run. And you're just lying to yourselves. But at least you'll get some chips into you, get a bit of soakage and... The hangover won't be as bad in the morning as you get up and you're probably a primary school teacher. You're probably teaching the youth, the youth of Ireland, the way forward. And you definitely won't take out in them the resentment you have in your own life. You won't have any creepy relationships with your students at all as a way to reshape your own unfortunate childhood and frustrating college years and... You know, at least the chips, they'll give you the old satisfaction. You get a nice sleep, and you can say, as you're about to doze off, you're saying your prayers, you're saying your Our Fathers and your Hail Marys because you're drunk, and you want to wake up in the morning. You want to be, you want to say, come on, God, get me through the night, because that's what you do in Ireland. You pray to God every night. And then just as you're about to pass out, you'll remember, you'll do a little burp, a little curry burp, where you'll be like, 
and you get the taste of the chips and you'll be like, ah, ta Nora. And Nora will totterize. Because she's come home with you. The two of you have been desperate tonight. She came home and she's like, sure, fuck it, I'll give Rory a chance. He's much younger than me. Hopefully he can give me a good night at sex. And Rory's been like, ah, sure, Jesus, I gave it all up and I'll have a threesome with Nora and Declan. And Declan came back to the house, but he'd no interest at all. He'd no interest in the threesome. We think Declan's asexual. He's no sexual inclinations whatsoever. And Nora's, Nora's the only horny one. And poor Rory's, he's, he doesn't know what to do with a woman, so he's, he's gone to sleep. It's safer there in sleep. Sleepland, you can't really disappoint as many people as you can in the normal world. So Rory sleeps out of depression. And he's let down another woman in his life. So Nora now has to head home back to her own place. And she'll swear off men for the rest of her life. And she'll say, I'm going to spit in that fucker's chicken curry chips next time he's into me. Anyway, I'd like to thank the sponsors of today's show. Tenora, Nora's Chips. If you're ever in the mood, hit her up. Hit her up. Great woman. Lovely, lovely chips. Surprisingly good in bed. Thanks, Nora. Some truly superb gibbering. Jeez, I did hot yoga yesterday. I think I'm still wrecked from it. Oh, it was tough. And the teacher was driving me mental. It's only like 45 minutes. What's it called? Abs, guns and buns or some bullshit like that. But I like it because it's only 45 minutes. And oh, you sweat buckets. It's like your body is just pissing. All the impurities out. Get away. Get out, you whore. It's unreal how much you sweat. I don't think it's possible. But the teacher, I hate when they do. Like, oh, it was like, who cares? She was a substitute teacher, and she was like, a lot of times I might have gone to class, and I've seen the teacher as the substitute teacher. And one time I went, and I didn't. I would not have went if I'd known it was the substitute teacher. But this teacher started to sing during the class, and oh, it was one of the top fourteen classes I've ever been to. And I just want to say, you gotta be open to things in life, and like that. That was one of the top fourteen classes. So I hope this is in your top fourteen. You're just like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. But I got so pissed. She kept lying. She was like, this is the last exercise, I promise. This is the last exercise, I promise. Keep going, keep going. And she said that like five, maybe six times. And I was like, just stop fucking lying to us the last episode. She kept lying. It was like, we know it's not. Just stop. And she broke me. She broke me down. She broke. It's so fucking, it's like 95 degrees or something in there. You can break me. If it's above 72 degrees, I'm easily broken. I will tell you all my secrets. I will break down in tears, anger, frustration, loss of hope. And you can ask me anything. And I will reveal all the dark truths. But this is 95 and there's someone screaming and lying. This is the last exercise. I promise. I promise it's the last exercise. This is it. Keep going. Keep. And she kept saying, because she's wearing a headset, she was like, keep going. Testing one, two. Keep going. Keep going. Like a donkey testing a microphone. Keep going. Testing one, two. Okay, we're still with you. Keep going. Donkey yoga. I highly recommend it. Oh, it was so tough. And eventually, she said it like five or six times. She's like, this is the last one now, guys. Just keep going. And I knew she was lying because it was on the left side. So I knew we were going to do the right side, too. And that meant there was about five more to go. Does this make sense? If you do yoga, you'll know what I'm on about. You're doing your left hand glutes or plutes or flutes or hoots. Don't know what the fuck body's called. Because I'm beaten. And she says, last exercise. Keep going. And eventually I was like, shut up. It's not the last one. And she was like, ah, we've had a breakthrough. She couldn't understand what I was saying. She thought I was having some spiritual breakthrough. She came over and she was like, keep going. Testing one, two. Keep going. <laughs> and I was beaten. Beaten. I was on. I was like a heap. 
heap in the ground, a wet heap, crying, sobbing, spitting, drool coming out of me. Keep going. I was like, get, she made me wear these fucking ankle weights. I was like, ah, oh, the shit women will do for a nice pair of legs and ass. It's insane. Thank God, most guys, we can just do whatever, run. And it's like, oh, that's working out my lower body. Jesus, women have to go through a lot. It's tough. I don't think you get credit for it. It's tough to keep the ass and legs and the glutes and the flutes and the hoots and the buns all in shape. Keep going. Shut the fuck up. Oh, we've had a spiritual breakthrough. And then after she was like, you must you must love my class. You'll come back, right? I was like, I don't know your name. I'm using class pass. I think I've used up all my class passes for this class. So please, God, I might not see you again. I hate when they say stuff too like, um, this class is not an obligation. It's an inspiration. And it's like, what the fuck? You're not talking words. You're not, you're just saying words. They've, you don't know the meaning. That was like the other day I wanted to scream. I was at the shop and I heard a dude just telling another dude. He was like, yeah. When I found out she was an atheist too, I knew she was my soulmate. And his buddy was like, whoa, that's so deep. And it's so annoying because they're always been sincere. I used to think people were taking the piss because I'm like, nah, you can't be that dumb. So you're an atheist, but you believe in soulmates. Oh, I don't know. It's just, there's too much there to go. It's, oh, I want to just sit them both down and explain why they're two fucking dopes. And the worst part was they thought they were being deep. You believe in souls and soulmates. Uh, but you're an atheist who doesn't believe in God or souls or spiritual stuff. Ah, so fucking annoying. I wanted to scream at them. Scream at them. It was like, as well, the other day I heard a girl describe herself. She was like, I'm a philanthropreneur. A philanthropreneur. I'm a philanthropist and an entrepreneur. I'm a philanthropist. I'm a philanthropist. And I was like, fuck, I need to get out of LA. I need to take a little break. I started looking up flights. Where should I go? San Francisco, New York. Where should I go? Because I'm going to go mental. If I do stay here, I'm a philanthropist. Hey guys, my new job. I'm Philanthropolinor. I do think uh, I've been walking places a lot. I like walking because stuck in a car, stuck in an Uber, just boring. You're just like, uh, Uber driver. Oh, I got in the car the other day with an Uber driver and he was just like, So, welcome. Tell me about your life. And I was like, Oh my God. And I put on headphones, turned on some music. And he kept trying to talk to me. He was like, you don't seem to be enthusiastic about this chat. I was like, I'm not. I got to drive for an hour and go and pick up a car. I don't want to talk. And he was like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. I got it. I got it. And then, so where are you driving to? You don't seem happy about the drive. And I was like, oh, shut the fuck up. So I like walking because you see all these weird stuff. If it's within walking distance, oh, baby, I'll be there. But I'll show up sweating. Like today, alone, I was waiting across the street from the gym. And I saw a dude being like chatting up a girl. And he took he took a toilet roll, a roll of toilet paper out of his bag, ripped off a bit, wrote down his number and was like, Hey, man, call me. <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? And he's, it wasn't like, oh, this is some weird move that I'm going to do. It was like, oh, I need some paper to write down my number. Ah, oh, there's a roll of toilet paper in my backpack. That'll look good. The girl will think I'm killing it at life. Hey, man, call me. And then I was crossing another street. And like, 
if I'm crossing one way and then you can cross the other way, this girl crossed at the wrong point, so she kind of held up traffic. And because the man was right, she was just like, God damn it, I'm fucking stupid. Punched herself in the face. <laughs> Not like a slap, punched into the cheek. Like if you punch some of that head, you, you hurt your hand, your cheek, and you probably have a black eye. And she just kept walking. And it's like, Jesus. I can't tell if people are mental before they come to L.A. Or they show up in L.A. and just dealing with people like that. Maybe I'm going to be mental soon. I'm going to be walking around with a toilet paper in my back pocket. Handing up my number and be like, ah, sure, if you don't call me, at least you can wipe your nose, your ass with it. Crossing the street, punching myself full force into the face. You know, living the dream. Like last night, I was strolling home to... At night, it is a bit dubious. I saw two guys taking a dump on Sunset, which isn't a dumping street. Just standing to the side of the street, (laughs) pants around their ankles, looking up. I don't know if they're homeless either. But they didn't seem to be like, oh, I need an emergency dump. They were just like, I'm just taking a shit here. Deal with it. And then three girls came up to me at different points. It's always dubious when a good enough looking girl comes up and you're like, oh, this person is definitely a prostitute. And three for three, three prostitutes. Hey, want to go party? Hey, only $300 to party with me for an hour. And you're like, oh, that sounds like a lovely, lovely deal. I'm walking home because I want to save money for booze. But yeah, let me spend 300 on you. You look like you'd be great fun. And you look like you wouldn't have any booze. Chalk me down. How much for four hours? (laughs) Chalk me down for the whole night. There we go. Now we're talking. Let me spend rent money on you. Oh, yeah. That was well worth it. I I, I feel like I remember growing up or like in business class. The first thing they taught us was opportunity cost. You want to buy the orange, but then you can't buy the apple. The apple is the opportunity cost. And now everything I'm trying to, if I think about buying something, I'll be like, what's the opportunity cost here? How many drinks can I get for this? How many t-shirts can I buy for that? Because that seems to be my only two concerns. New t-shirts to fill the void inside. Although a lot of people ask me, they say, hey, hey, buddy, you look very spiritually awakened, spiritually uh fulfilled how do you do it how do you remain calm under the sensational uh, pressure and stupidity in los angeles and i say my spirituality is achieved through buying stuff i like to buy t-shirts and trinkets and gadgets and shoes and jeans and porridge and the more i buy the more fulfilled i feel and they look at me weird, but they they probably think that I'm not lying. So I like to spread the good word, buy more stuff. You need more stuff. That's what we say in Ireland, you always need more stuff. Unless it's heroin. Then maybe hold off. It's not so many good... I know I've said this before, but the amount of good-looking people in L.A., I feel like everyone's... If you're famous and you have sons or daughters... Um, 20 plus like right now I feel like all those sons and daughters do heroin I don't know why I just feel they do they must feel immense emptiness inside they need to fill that void t-shirts aren't doing it for them but like I know a lot of them are doing heroin and you're just like Jesus why are you doing heroin but then at the same time apparently heroin is unreal so you're like oh it's the best It'll fuck you up, but at least it's the best feeling ever, apparently. Not that I'm saying do heroin, but I guess it'd be different if it was like um, they're punching themselves in the face, and you're like, why are you punching yourself in the face? That doesn't feel great. Stop punching yourself in the face. At least heroin's meant to feel unreal, but it just fucks you up because you fuck up from it, and you're like, give me more. I'll suck your dick. You're like, I'm a woman, I don't have one. I'll suck your, your ass, give me some heroin. 
That's what I imagine heroin users say, at least. Could be wrong, but you know, I could be right. That's the chance you take when words come out of your mouth. <laughs> it's my new logic. Great logic, thank you. Because you know we're a fan of logic here at the random, the random house of, of logic. Jesus. I was arguing with people the other day. It's tough to argue with people who have, like don't have logic and they change their arguments and you're just like, well, we're not. We're arguing about different things now. Every time that you change your ad, ah, it's just, it's tough. It's tough arguing with people. That's why it's better to be like, Namaste. Have a good one. Have a lovely one. Do you know it's no logic either? I had to drive to Long Beach the other night from like West Hollywood for a gig. And the roads down there, I was taking ways. Jesus, you're trying to like verge. I don't even know what it's called. The I-10 onto the 110, whatever. Honest to God, it's the most confusing thing ever. Stay left, but also right. Stay right, but nearly go left. Kind of left, but now you're going to be right immediately. Take a right, but don't. It's the left right. Right. And you're just like, what the fuck are you saying to me, Wes? These streets are just, are like, the freeway is just zigzagging and it's like, go left, but stay right. Stay right, but go left. Go left, go left, go left. No, that's not right. And you're like, what the fuck are you talking about, Wes? You sound like a drunk person. You sound like me trying to chat up a woman at two in the morning named Nora. Come on, Nora, let's come hora. Let's come hora with me, Nora. Let's come hora. And she's like, what are you saying? And we're like, yeah, hora, Nora. Yeah, Nora, hora. I remember there was a girl before. She was like, oh, this place is too busy. We were at a bar. And she was like, we should go back to yours for a drink. And she was sober. And I had been boozing. And uh, the problem when I go boozing is that I look very sober the entire time. So people think I'm sober. And I can usually speak like sober levels so you don't know anything. And here's a real plus, but also a negative. I text so well. No matter how drunk, I'll still text perfect English. But it might be slightly nonsensical. But it almost makes sense. Like, I'll just say, hello and you. Be like, what? But then I'll say a lot of other texts <laughs> that are all normal. But then I'll say again, hello and you. You're like, what the fuck is this? So it throws people off. So I think this girl thought I was sober too. So we went back to my place. And uh, I don't, I must have been saying stuff like, oh, hello and you. And then we were back in my place. And she was like, oh, what you have to drink? And I, I was like, ah. In my head, I was saying, ah, I should take a seat there on the couch. I'll go get us a drink. That's what I think I was saying. Take a seat there on the couch. I'll go get us a drink. Take a seat there on the couch. I'll go get us a drink. And she was just like, what? And I was like, take a seat there on the couch. I'll go get us a drink. She was like, what? And I was like, take a seat on the couch. I'll go get us a drink. Will that work? And then I came back from getting drinks. Or like seeing what was there to drink. And she had left. And I was like, ah. And then she FaceTimed me. And she was like, yeah, I didn't know what you were saying. It was weird. You weren't making sense. And then the next day, I was like, what the fuck was I saying? And I think I was saying, take a drink there now. I'll see if I have a couch. <laughs> take a drink there now. I'll see if I have a couch. Hey, take a drink there now. I'll see if I have a couch. I'm going to go into the kitchen there now and look for a couple of couches. You take a drink there now and see if I have a couch. I'm talking pure gibberish out me anus, but I don't know because I was boozing. And then we went into the air and the booze hit me. So even though I might look and be acting sober, oh, believe me, I am not. Take a couch there. I'll see if there's a drink on the couch. Take a drink over there. Let me check for the couch. I think I got a couple of couches in the fridge. Do you want some ice on your couch? Would you like some ice on your couch? Your couch. Do you want it in a glass or a cup? 
just like a real fucking idiot. Like a real fucking dope. But you know, at least... Oh, I remember speaking of dopes. For some reason, this popped in my head today. There was a guy before at a bar, and he was like... He couldn't believe I was from Ireland. I, I only figured out today, I was like... Like, people love my accents, but I could never figure out why. I know they're like, oh, it's so nice. And then today, I heard an Italian girl speaking English. And I swear to God, it was like, who gives a shit what she was saying? Italian women speaking English in their broken and like she wasn't making any sense. And I was like, oh, that's the hottest thing ever. <laughs> who cares what you're saying? That sounds unreal. That's probably what they think about me. It's like he's talking about fucking couches or something. He wants a drink on a couch. Who cares? He sounds I don't know why. It doesn't sound it sounds drony to me, but you know, you gotta you gotta work with what you're given. I got this buddy and whenever we were like in a bar and we were he was Irish too. If we were next to hot women and they were like he sensed they were listening to us, he just he changed whatever conversation we could be talking about couches. They're like, Oh yeah, I got a new green couch today and then he'd hear the woman or he'd see like hot women, he'd be like, Ah sure, thirty three and a third. Thirty three and a third now, sure you know yourself with the Guinness the Guinness and the Bono and the U two. Asher, toss comments to spare. Asher, Chucky Just saying all this Irish gibberish in hopes that the women might be like, oh my God, are you from Ireland? And then we start talking about, would you like a drink there on the couch? And I didn't realize why it was so appealing until I heard an Italian girl speaking English. And then I was, and she literally, she didn't know really how to speak English. So the words weren't making sense. She was trying to like piece, she kept talking, but she was just piecing random words together. And I was like, ah, this is the hottest. Who cares? Who cares what you're actually saying? Which is key for me. Who cares what you're saying? Because when we listen to you, we realize, oh, he's just a fucking hot bag of air. He's just a hot bag of bullshit. He's just fucking, that's a good way to sell this podcast. He's just killing time by talking harshest. But I feel like we're all killing time anyway. That's why where I live now, we got rid of our TV. Or I got rid of all my TVs when I moved because I was like, I'm sick of just sitting around watching TV. And if there's no TV, you got to find new ways to entertain yourself, motherfucker. So you might walk places because you'll be like, well, you never know what might happen. You might see a man taking a shit in the corner of the bush. And that's kind of entertaining. You might see a man chat up a woman by taking a raw toilet roll out of his bag. You got to entertain. Although, someone was telling me I should take a bath the other day, and I was like, nah, you want to? I can't figure out if people who take baths are psychotic or they're living the life. I don't know. Especially if it's a dude taking a bath. That's all suspicious. I don't know why that makes me suspicious, but I feel like it does. Can my brain figure out why it makes me suspicious? No, but I feel like women taking baths too. It's like, hmm. Are you not in there like like a long shower is grand? But surely with a long bath, like there's no running water. Like the, the water isn't pouring down you, so you can't be distracted by that. So you're just sitting there with your thoughts. <laughs> it's just like quietness. At least the shower is distracted. It's loud. You can pretend you're in a jungle with the water pouring down over your ears. But in a bath, it's just like silence. <laughs> you're just meant to be like, oh, hello, thoughts. <laughs> what are you going to say to me today? What weird fucking thing are you going to make me think about now? Oh, Jesus. How long have I been in here? Five minutes? How long do people take baths? You can't take a short bath. It takes so long to run. You have to at least be in there for uh, twice as long as it takes to fill the bath up. Ten minutes to fill. 
You, you have to be taking at least a 20-minute bath. There are the rules, bath rules. Probably two and a half times. 25-minute bath. No, that'd be a 30-minute. What is it? Jesus. I've, uh, there we go, people. I've dumbed down. I've really dumbed down. I've really dumbed, dumbed down. Dumbed down nicely. But if you're taking a 25-minute bath, at what point you're like, your brain starts screaming at you, get the fuck out. I can't talk to you. I can't listen to you. I'm going to tell you some dark secrets about yourself and it's not going to be nice. It's really going to be a bad time for us all. And you're just like, oh, Jesus. Oh, dear mother of God. Why did I take a bath? Why the fuck did I do this? And you're like, I don't know. Can we get out of the bath? And you're like, but it fucking took me 15 minutes to run it. So no, I'll, I'll, I can't see how they're relaxing. I think you must be psycho. You have to be. Like as well, there was a dude the other day at the gym. I was on the treadmill. Me and my buddies have been doing a lot of running recently. It's good. I used to not really run. You'd be like, ah, you're at the gym, you're sweating. But then I was like, oh, yeah, cardio. I'm wheezing, going up steps. But now we're running everywhere. A 30-minute run is no longer tough. Um, doing hiking. My buddy's shitting his pants doing hiking. Just real fun times, you know. Although he actually didn't shit his pants. He shat in a bush. But we've been running. And I was running at the gym the other day. Sweating out the demons and you know yourself. The booze and whatnot. And uh, it was like a minute off and then a minute of full-on sprinting as fast as I could. And there was a dude in the treadmill next to me, like a fucking surfer, whatever. Fucking like, he walked in. It was like seven at night, maybe. So it was dark out. And he's wearing sunglasses. And you're like, this motherfucker. I don't get people wearing sunglasses to the gym. What are you doing? You don't have glaucoma. You're doing it to be cool. Or you just don't want to take off. There's so many people at my gym that wear sunglasses. It's insane. So this dude comes up in next to me. And he's on the treadmill. And I think it was Monday night. So there was like Monday night football was on TV. And he kept being like, woo, wow. As I'm sprinting, I was like, I'm not even looking at this fucking idiot. And he kept being like, woo, did you see that? Woo. And he was like trying to engage me to talk about bears. He was like, why do you make it a bears this year? My headphones are in. This is what it must be like for women everywhere all the time. Headphones in and I'm sprinting along. And he's trying to talk about bears. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I just didn't even look at him. It's like, I'm not engaging this fucker. I'm getting through this 30 minute run. Then I'm going to go home and pretend that I'm great. Some sprinting. He's going on about the bears. I'm like ignoring him. He's realizing, he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Every single TV ad came on, and there's a shitload of them during Monday Night Football or NFL in general. He would react like, whoa, oh, my God, did you see that? And it's like an ad for a car. And you're just like, what? Are you mental? He is mental, but, like, why, why, why? That's all I want to know, really. Why? I remember at one point an ad for, like, Burger King came on. And he, like, tried to f- tap my hand, and he's like, oh, I could really go for one of those right now. And he's wearing sunglasses. Just, like, go away. And then he was like, he finally got the idea. I just didn't look at him once, but he knew that I was, like, ignoring him. I had my blinkers on. And at one point, he was like, hey, man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, just one last thing. Did you go to Coachella this year? <laughs> And it's just like, Jesus Christ. Christ on a stick. Christ on a stick. And then when I was finishing, there was so much sweat pissing out of me. I made sure to sprinkle some on his arm. Because his arm was too close to me. And it was like, here you go, motherfucker. Take some of this dirty sweat. So that was nice. That was nice, psycho. I wonder who... Oh, yeah. It was like that dude before. I had a guy and he like couldn't believe like an Irish accent. And then he was like, I don't know why this came up, but he was like, 
y'all even got chicken over there in Ireland? <laughs> like, what? So I was like, no, what's chicken? <laughs> His mind was blown as he was describing chicken to me. And I was like, oh, I think I had that the other day here. It kind of tastes like pork, huh? And he was like, yeah, it does. I was like, what the fuck do you think goes on outside of America? It was very strange. Never seen a chicken in my life. He thought I'd never... He thought I didn't even know what a chicken was. Who knows what chicken is? Don't ever ask me to take a bath. That is a new for me. That is... Do you know what's rare too in LA? I saw a girl the other day with like an unreal smile that wasn't fake. And you're like, ah, what the fuck? They still exist? They're still here? Oh, unreal smile. Like the best smile I've seen in ages. A proper smile. I was like, Jesus, she's actually happy. She's not just faking it for an Instagram video. Like you see people in bars, especially girls at night. Dudes too. Dudes pose, but girls go like full on. And if someone's doing a video, they'll like they'll go from sitting in a heap, a sad heap, to like stand up being like, Ooh, greatest night ever. And then the video's over and they sit back down. And they're having the fake fun for 10 seconds. And then they're happy. They got the video. They can go home. But this girl, Jesus, what a smile. I don't know why so many dead dead people exist here. I heard about this website. It's called whatsyourprice.com. And uh, it's made me think that is every woman in Los Angeles kind of an escort? Are they prostitutes in some way? It's basically, it's funny when you talk to people about it because they're like, it's not prostitution. It's... um. The, all right, so you're a hot girl, you go on there, and you're like, here's my profile. You're a chumpy dude, and you go on there, and you're like, here's how much money I'm worth. And then the dudes can hit up the women and be like, hey, I want to take you out for a date. And the girl's like, all right, it's going to cost you $1,000. And the dude can either say yes or no. He can be like, 500 She's like, $1,000. You're bald and fat. I don't like you. And the two can pay. I know girls that have gotten paid a thousand dollars just for a dinner date, and then they're like, "It's not prostitution. I'm not having sex." And then this one girl told me, "I'm not having sex, but if I was, it would be because I wanted to, and that costs them extra." And I was like, "I think that's prostitution." They're like, "No, it's not, because it's not for sex, unless I want to, and that costs them extra." And then you're like, "All right, I can't argue with you." Because you don't see the logic. But also I think everyone in LA is a bit of a prostitute anyway. So uh, you know whatever. Yeah. But then that makes them dead I feel. That's why there's no proper smiling. That's my logic anyway. They're like. They haven't even realized that they've become. Prostitutes. Um, and that's how it seems to be. Non-prostitutions. That caused him dead. But anyway, this one girl, she was definitely not dead. Unreal smile. I recommend it. Beautiful. Like my own. <clears throat> that is to signify that I'm lying. Great acting by me. I'm such a great actor. Jesus, I'm surprised I have not won an Oscar yet. Shocking, I know. I realized the other day, here's where I do my best acting. When I'm talking to a comedy booker and I'm pretending to be interested in the shitty jokes that he's telling me or she's telling me and I'm like oh yeah yeah you should definitely do that one on stage yeah yeah so you're gonna book me uh yeah that the other night I skipped a queue at a bar skipped in a big long queue and I was like fuck this I'm not queuing do they not know who I am and I skipped in and the people behind me, and I was just looking at the sky. I was like, oh, is, wait, what's, is that a tree? Is that a tree? Oh, wait, what's, what are cues? What's a line? Is that a tree over? What's, what? Oh, it's moving. Oh, I'm behind the barrier. Ooh, we're in. Great acting. Some of my best acting is done skipping. But I think my truly the best acting um, is at a deli. 
<laughs> I'm trying to know different samples of salads or whatever, ham, turkeys. Like, ah, could I, uh, before, I, before I buy anything, could I just try out a couple of these things? <laughs> I'll try that chicken, ca- chicken salad and uh, the chicken curry salad and uh, the turkey salad and maybe some... What's that over there? Some uh, could I try some of the slices of ham? Yeah, just try. I'll just try them all. I'll just try. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of. Let me try that. Uh, what's that? Apple, apple and chicken salad. Oh, I'll try that too. Oh, I'm definitely gonna buy one of them. Where's the tissue? Oh, it's over there. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back. I'm just gonna keep shopping and I'll come right back. And I'll definitely. I didn't just do these samples to keep me filled while I'm doing shopping. Cause I came shopping because I had no food at home and I'm starving. And I got away with it. They gave me 15 samples. And oh, I should have got an Oscar for every one of them. I presume some good acting during sex too. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like the way that's my sex voice for the past. Oh, yeah, that's it now. Oh, 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 too much. Too much. <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no. It's funny to think there's like at least one person out there who's embarrassed that they had sex with you. Like if your name came up, I'm saying you because they definitely mean me. But if like your name came up in conversation and a girl's just like, ah, can you not? Can we not talk about that fucking idiot? You're having sex with him. He was like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's it there. That's that's it there now. The sex regret. The sex regret. Oh, I say it's rampant. Shout out to anyone who's listening who has sex regret. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, lovely there. No, no. Oh, lovely there. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, Jesus. No. I wrote a tweet the other day that got people very upset. I was like, no one under 25 is good at sex. And honestly, I stand by it. I stand by it because it's true. You're not having good sex. And here's the other thing. Um... You're, you don't even know that you're having bad sex, so that's why you probably get upset. If you're listening, you're like, no, I'm different. No, you're probably not. Not unless you're doing porn. You're probably not. Not unless you're an info. You've had a shitload of sex. You're probably not good at it, but it's okay. You'll get better, but just so you know, you're not good at sex. If you're under 25, you're probably, <laughs> you're probably not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then girls are like, yeah, it counts for men too, up as far as 40. And you're like, all right, wait, 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 calm down, calm down now. Let's not make any drastic, drastic wild statements like that. Because that's a bit too wild for my liking. But, you know, you need to calm down there with your, with your whatever number. I like the way too, guys, guys are so dumb. We'll always, no matter what age we are, we'll always think, I'm in the prime of my life. <laughs> Sex-wise, health-wise, everything-wise. I'm in the prime of my life, no matter what age. 20, I'm in the prime. 30, I'm in the prime. 40, I'm in the prime. Up as far as 80, at least. 80 is the new 40. You're like, my dick hasn't worked in 45 years, but I'm in the prime of my life. Oh, that's it there now. Oh, yeah, that's the spot. What I like to, I like to say that. Trend. Oh yeah, oh yeah, there. Oh lordy, oh no no, pull back, no pull back, pull back. Hold back. <laughs> oh, <don't> it. <coughs> and then I like to cough all over the poor girl. <coughs> Used to have a sex cough before, and I was like, "What is the sex cough?" And then I realized, "Oh, I need to do uh, cardio." That's me running out of breath. <laughs> oh yeah, that's all right there now. Oh, yeah, that's all right there. Oh, Jesus, no, there we go. So I'm definitely someone sex embarrassment, sex regret. Thank you. One of my biggest fears, it's not actually. I was thinking of my biggest fears the other day. Number one, uh, man boobs. Huge fear. Sick of doing press-ups and push-ups and whatever you call them to keep it away. Because I was a boy, I had boy boobs. So, you know, the the threat is always there. Not happy with it. Um, I just realized I forgot to eat all day. For fuck's sakes. No wonder I'm dizzy. No wonder I'm dizzy. Oh, no, I did eat twice. Uh, 
great little chat with myself. Oh, what else? My fears, commitment. I'm at the point now of like, what if you commit to the wrong person? You're like, ah, shit. Ah, Jesus, I really messed up here. Ah, this person's boring. Ah, fuck it, I did it again. And then my third biggest fear at the moment for some reason is ringworm. Ringworm. Somebody has to have it. Someone has to have it. Think about that, people. Someone someone listening has to have ringworm. That is just plain old facts. I like when people make that argument too during their poorly argued point. That's just facts. You're like, what? You've just said you like ice cream more than chicken. That's not a fact. That's an opinion. Or that you think ice cream is better than chicken. What? We don't even have chicken in Ireland. That's how people argue in, <laughs> in LA. You you don't like ice cream? Well, we don't even have chicken in Ireland. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then I just get drunk and I start saying, sit down there and a drink. I'll go get a couple of couches and we'll have a grand old time. <laughs> and then Nora is in my bed waiting for me. And there we go. That's That's the logical ending. I realized I got a show in an hour and I have to shower and I got to eat and drink some coffee. So, unfortunately, people were having a great time, you know. It's 21st of September. Do you remember? I don't remember what I was on about. Sex regret. There we go. Great podcast. Number 99. Oh, like a fine wine. Remember that time I gave myself mercury poisoning? I was thinking about that the other day. That's why I was like, do I have ringworm? Because no one could figure out it was mercury poisoning until a buddy told a doctor. And the doctor was like, yeah, it's because he's eating too much tuna. And I stopped eating tuna. And that debt feeling I had in my stomach disappeared. Farewell, mercury poisoning. The feeling of metal in my mouth, but there was no blood. Mercury poisoning. Fucking mercury poisoning. Do you know what you'd read about it? You'd be like, what kind of idiots getting eating so much tuna they get mercury poisoning? Well, you're listening to one, people. You're listening to one. Dear God, save us all. Save us all. Don't let us die of mercury poisoning. I can't believe that. For someone who grew up hating fish, no wonder actually girls have to... I, I, I support your decision to go on that website, whatsyourprice.com. Because if you're at dinner and you're listening to me, <laughs> you're listening to me talk like this, you'd be like, I should be getting paid for this bullshit. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's it, that's it right there now. <laughs> that's the spot right there, right there. Oh, easy. <laughs> easy now. Easy, easy. I said easy. I'm in the prime of my life. Easy now. Easy. We've, we've, uh, I had a buddy that was having sex. And he was like, yeah, I can't. I'm not going to have a wank for a few days. And we were like, why? He's like, because I just want to build it up so that it can be a good performance. And you're like, all right, that's too much info. On that note, good luck, good luck. Hit me up on Instagram at the Marquez or Twitter at Trickadoo. Go read my books. Good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck. Good luck.